F of the Press. Hot, hot news. Good and bad. Follow us, subscribe. That's the only way you're going to see it. No, F of the Press. Good evening, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in to, uh, this evening. Uh, we got Sheikh's uh, Rampedi in the building. Uh, the man who, who, who's, a, who's a, a, a football aficionado. Uh, I always uh, see his videos after probably each game, especially now even in Kosafa. He's still, he's still, he's still on the job, uh, which, is, which is actually very interesting. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, some people have taken a bit of a break from, from, from the football and everything. Uh, but Chicks, how are you doing? I'm all right, man. Look, I, I was actually speaking with someone to say that unfortunately football just never stops. You know, it's like it's Kosafa after Kosafa. Olympics is coming around. Like, um, I can't wait to watch the under 23, see how they do as well. And then there's obviously this final this weekend as well. So there's just always just football that just comes in and out. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, it's been nonstop. I think, you know, with the Euros, I know you were, you were tweeting a lot about the Euros and obviously now Kosafa and, hey, man, it's just chock-a-block. But I think it's, it's good. You know, I think it keeps, us, it keeps us busy, especially during this lockdown. Imagine there was no football. What, we, what would you be watching on a weekend? You know, you probably man, just have I, to watch other sports now. Bro, and you, and you speak about that. And, and I got to tell you, last year when we went into lockdown the first time, I think it was March, and uh, there was no sport at all or no football at all for four yeah. months. I think before they suddenly started to bring yeah. things slowly. I tell you, man, that was probably the greatest time of my partner's life because we're <laughs> watching everything she wanted to watch. You know, exactly. it was. Uh, I I didn't know about a lot of shows that were available because I just watched too much football. So I was watching these series no. and all that. No true, you know? no true, no true. You 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 end up watching things that you never even knew they existed. Exactly. Like, I mean, everybody laughs at me. I only, only started really watching Being Mary Jane, for example, last year. I mm. never knew this stuff existed because I was too much watching football. That's my thing. So, thank God there's football, man, you know? <laughs> no, but that's all good. That's all good. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Cap Champions League final. The last time we had you on the on the show, um, it was before the semifinals. Um, and that's when, after Gavin Hunt was fired, um, and obviously since then... Kiza Chiefs has now made it into the Champions League final. And I remember one of the things that you said is that you think it's not a good thing for Chiefs to make it to the final because a lot of contracts were coming up um, at the end of June, um, like your yeah. Bernard Parkers, uh, your Katsandes, um, and yeah. so on. You know, there's, a, there's quite a number of contracts that are coming up. Uh, I even heard that Rama Pakele as well. So, you know, what do you now think, obviously, after the fact, um, you know, now they're in the final and obviously they've had to you know, um, extend these contracts uh, a bit a bit further, you know? Yeah, no, I, I did definitely say that because of the fact that they would have to extend uh, players' contracts as well. And a number of them are coming to an end. And as you can see with reports going around, some of them are on short-term deals. So one more month of them because of the final that's being played this, this yeah. weekend. But also some of them have scored themselves a one-year extension being at the club as well. And you could just already see what the signings that they've made. They've really gone aggressively into the market. Um, they've bought some really good players, in my opinion. I feel that way. And I just think they had to extend because in all of Keza Chiefs' history, you would probably argue that this is the biggest game of their entire history. You know, of the entire... 100%. Exactly. So they had to sort of renew. They didn't have a choice. And uh, and they have to throw everything they can at this situation. I and mean, if it means extending contracts, then 
then so be it. They have to do that. But I don't think next season a lot of these players are going to play, though. Even the yeah. ones with one-year extensions, I don't think they're going to play a lot, actually. Mm. No, but I think also it's 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 the experienced players that 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 are in the situation. You know, your Parkers, and I know Parker wanted a two-year contract. Uh, where Chiefs wanted to offer one year, and then Katsande as well. He's 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 quite old, you know. But I think they do. They've gotten the team to this position, you know. So they have kind of earned themselves a one-year contract extension because Park and Katsande have played quite a number of games um, during this, um, you know, this this cap journey. Uh, Rama not not so much. Um, mm. And then obviously, you know, I think also the goalkeeping situation. Cool. I think that's that's cool a, level, that's, yeah. a, that, that's another different uh, ball game because now they've got five senior goalkeepers in the club with, with this latest signing, which I don't understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like mm. Mamelodi Sundowns, who's got like twenty million uh, goalkeepers on their books. Uh, <laughs> but, but but I think it's just just going into the into that uh, the whole goalkeeping situation. Um, there are three goalkeepers who've played um, in the Cav journey. Uh, which one do you think should start uh, on, on, on Saturday? And, and funny enough, man, it, it's, Silo, it's great that you actually asked this question because I feel like that's probably going into this final, this is probably the hardest question because of whenever they've had time in the goalpost in the Champions League, I think they've done really well. I think even Kune, even though, for example, they lost against Widerhead in the group stages 4 0. If it wasn't mm. for Kuna, that game could have probably ended eight. You know, yeah. um, they've they've shown some really great performances. Daniel Lampe had that one time he got the red card, yes, but his performance against Widad recently, um, when when Vuma was absent, he did really well in that second leg. And yeah, then you look did, at Bruce yeah. Vuma, Bruce Vuma. I mean, Bruce Vuma really he's growing, he's getting better as a goalkeeper. I do believe. The more I see him, I just think. I think he's ready. Eh? I, I think he's ready to sort of step up into being number one. So you sort of ask yourself, who who do you go with? Who's the best? You know, what decision do you make? In my opinion, my personal opinion, I feel based on ability, Etumlen Kune is the best of the three right now. Right now. In terms of potential, I think Vuma's next. I think Daniel Pay is definitely someone that you can trust as a plan B. And because of the magnitude of this game and what it means to this club, I think this is where you throw... Yeah, that's... that's, I think this is where you throw form out the window where you're like, Vuma, I know you've been good. Daniel Pei, I know you've been good. But you you have to go with Kuna, man. Because, yeah, I I, I would go with Kuna because ability-wise, distribution-wise... He still has some reflexes, but obviously there's also a risk because this is not the best Kune that we, yeah. we, we've, we've mm-hmm. ever seen. But mm-hmm. based on right now, of the three goalkeepers, I would probably say Kune is the best option. But wh- what I think Stuart Baxter will go with is he'll probably go with Bruce Wuma, I think. Yeah, because it, it is tricky because my, myself, when, when I think about it, that distribution of Kune, right, for instance, yeah. if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a team that's going to defend for most of the game, and then Kuna's got the ball, then he's got an opportunity to start the counter-attack, you know. Uh, but also, I think another factor is, um, I remember, I think it was um, uh, one of the games against Virat, I felt that Chiefs needed a speedy person in the game um, because they would have Castro and Nukovic together, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the goalkeeper has, has the ball or, or they break up play, when they counter, Nukovic and Castro are not fast. You know, not, you need you, you need a speedy person like a Zuma or a Billiard to stretch them, you know, and yeah. go past them, you know, and with the skill and everything. But then you what you found is that they would attack, you pass it to Ngobo, Ngobo's not fast, Castro's not fast, 
Nurkovic mm. is not fast. Then we'll kind of slow mm. down the, 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 the pace of the counter-attack. So I think and, and, the, sele- and the selection as well. As well. Yeah, Parker as well, you see. So the selection, I think, is going to be a very big factor uh, apart from the goalkeeping situation. Uh, Bilet hasn't played for, for quite a while. Um, he is and, um, in the squad, but I think I think he should definitely be someone who comes off the bench rather than start the game. I was I was actually about to ask you that question in terms of Billet hasn't played for such a long time, and you sort of feel like if you're talking about pace, if you're talking about trickery, uh, if you're talking about trying to beat a man, beat defenses, um, Billet is probably one of the players you definitely go with. You cannot undermine his talent that he does have, despite the fact that he hasn't had such a great season. And I just, I, it's like you almost feel like. Just like the last time when you looked at Weedad and the way that Kelly Chief scored the last goal, it was luckily the fact that um, Rifrosler passed the ball to, to Njablo Blom. He had to make the run down the wing and cross it in and then Nekovic had that finish that he had. So you sort of do need the pace and it does, does come a billiard start as well. That's, that's going to be very interesting. And for me, it's because teams have never been here. So it's like because you've never been here, you probably play your best players that you can, right? Like mm. it's it's... That's my it's thing. The, it's it's probably yeah. you throw you throw every card that you can play. Yeah. You know, you you throw every card you can play. If you're playing, if you're playing street fights and you make it to the last round, I mean, you gotta whip <laughs> out all the tricks. You know, yeah. you gotta whip out yeah. all the tricks. So it's gonna be interesting what they do for sure. Yeah, and no, I agree. I definitely agree. I think that element of a person like Bilad, Bilad has won a cap Champions League. Um, he's the only player in the in the team that's won a cap Champions League. So I think that experience oh, no, no, there's of two, there's two. There's two Castro. Didn't Castro win it as well? Oh, Castro. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, CBD, yeah, CBD, yeah, CBD, CBD, yeah, CBD, yeah, yeah. Castro was a part of CBD. You're right. Yeah. So, so Castro and Billet. So, I think, what do you do then? Do you start? Um, we might as well t- touch on the formation because that that that's that that's the question. Do they play three five two? Do they play four three three? You know, I think Chiefs um, in the second leg against Widad, they played a, a three a three five two. Uh, yeah. Whereas sometimes in the season they've played a, a 4-3-3 with Nwabo as as the most advanced midfielder with with Blom and Parker sitting a bit deeper. So what do you yeah. think um, should be the way to go? Because because I was looking at um, some analysis earlier where they talk about Alakhli plays a 4-2-3-1 formation uh, mm. most of the time, and that's what they've been playing. Yeah, no, I mean with Chiefs, I think any anyone who's watched Chiefs throughout the season as well, even me. I mean, when I see them going up against Alali, Alali is the reigning champions, very good side. And one thing I've noticed about Alali as well with, with Peter Osman, it's it's about the result. It's really about the result. And regardless of the fact that, for example, when they played Mamelodi Sanal, Mamelodi Sanal played the better football, but Alali ended up progressing though. And I yeah. and I think because of the experience that they have, I think we're going to see another game like we did. I think Chiefs sit back here and they wait on the counter and they wait for a moment to sort of break. And I think... We're probably going to have three at the back again. I think they're definitely going to go three at the back, the two wing backs as well, and probably two midfielders, and they're going to probably stick two up front. And the two up front, do you go Castro and Biliat, or do you go Castro and, and Nerkovic, or do you go Nerkovic and Biliat? But I, I would I would, I would, would probably would think the Chiefs are going to sit back again, and they're going to have probably three at the back, no doubt, with the wing backs, and as well two in midfield. The two would probably be Parker and as well as maybe Njablo Blom. Yeah, Blom, I, think, I, I think Blom needs to start because he's got a bit more pace than Parker. We can't have Katsande. We can't have yeah. some pensioners, two pensioners in the midfield. You can have experience, <laughs> but you can't have pensioners in the midfield, you know? You need to have yeah. 
Because because you, you you need some dynamic uh, midfielders because um what's that guy from uh, uh this Mali this Mali international that plays for Alakli, uh their number fifteen yeah. you know that that, that number guy fifteen that's very, in the middle yeah he's very dynamic he's very good in the midfield and he's very combative and he bosses the midfield you know I think yeah. he's probably be uh, one of the standout players for for Alakli. um I think now we can actually think about. Alakli and their dangerous players. Um, what's this? Mohamed Sharif is the leading goal scorer in the Champions League with five goals. Uh, and yeah. they've got the, one, of their, one of their midfielders who's got four assists. So what do you think on Alakli's side, um, who, who are the players that, that Chiefs need to be um, mindful of? I think, I think, like you said, Sharif has been, has, been, has been quality for them and has been scoring goals for them as well. And I also do think the midfield and midfield, I just forgot his name, but I know who you're talking about. And he's also an anchor. He's such a really good anchor as well. They have to also look out for him as well. And I also do think one thing I did see about Alali that they do so well is the, it's almost they draw you in. So they yep. draw you in, they keep the position, they draw you in, and then they release the ball. And then once mm. they release over the top, they go over the top and they've got such speedy players as well. And eventually they get behind you and then they score the goal. I think they have to also be cognizant of that with the Gossier Chiefs. I think also the fact that um, how they would also be patient. Because Alali, they're very patient with what they're trying to do. They know that the result will eventually come. Let's not rush it as well. And I think that's what also Kaiser Chiefs needs to be wary of. And I know, I know Stuart Baxter and, and Nata's one and will definitely be wary of, of that type of play. And they'll definitely, yeah. I think Chiefs are definitely going to sit back. They're going to be very tight. And the very key thing is Alali mustn't score early. Yeah. And Chiefs as well, for their own reasons, Alali would not want Chiefs to score early as well. Because you saw what Chief. happened with Widet as well, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Because if I, if you think about it and, and the way that Pito, as you say, he likes to draw you in, you know, um, with the way he's been playing with Alakli is that, you know, he plays with their, you know, he passes the ball to centre-back, centre-back passes out to the right-back and left-back. And then you he tries to pass out from the back, you know? And obviously, once you do press, once they beat the press, you know, mm. um, then obviously they're going to play the ball forward. But then also, will Chiefs be willing to to press? You know, because Chiefs might also want to sit deep and then try and try and try not commit too many bodies forward. Um, I mm. think I think I was actually very surprised with the way Chiefs played against Weedad in the second leg. Um, there was some so many times where we were left exposed at the back, where mm. it felt like we were trying to get another goal. Um, and I was like, okay, what is this? Is this maybe Baxter telling the guys? Don't sit too deep. Try when you do get the ball, go for it a bit. Because there'll be times where there'll be a counter-attack that 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 we that had. Whereas in the first leg in Casablanca, it was very much, you know, hold the fort, hold the fort, hold the fort. Um so, so I was thinking like, you know, the 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 influence of Baxter. Uh, I remember someone was saying that, you know, that 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 team that played uh, the second leg, that was a Baxter team. Like that was yeah. Baxter tactics, Baxter team. Um so what do you think in terms of um, the Baxter's influence because obviously uh, I don't know if he's gotten his work permit yet, so he might not be on the bench. But obviously he's yeah. the one who's been who's been helping them train. No, no doubt, um, no doubt. I think also with me, I would say the same thing. In the second leg, I thought the um, Chiefs was slightly more open than they were in the first. I mean, in the first, they were they really frustrated with that. I mean, they really mm. frustrated them. They 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 closed them completely. But whereas in the second leg, there were times you just thought. It, it's a combination of Widat not being clinical enough and mm. as well as Chiefs are, are lucky as well because Akpe yeah. made some really good luck. saves. You know, he made yes, some luck. really good yeah. saves. 
and you sort of think to yourself the quality that that the Alali, Alali have, and you look at the goal, for example, that the goals that they've scored in the competition, the goal against Mamelodi Sundowns, the first one, um, the first leg in Egypt, that one, it was from outside the box, it was a rocket. That's the sort of, sort of types of goals that you sort of want to avoid. So with Alali, if they have a, a gap that is open, you sort of feel like they're definitely good punish. And I do think it's 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 an influence of Baxter. Baxter does also would want the team to sort of play in transition as well. But also when you look at the Chiefs team, I, I've always told people this. There's no other way this team can play. They can't outplay Alali, this team. They can't. They can't out they can't outplay we that. They they can't they they have to sit back and play on the transition. They can't do anything else, especially sure. when you look at the many players that they have that you would say that are overaged or slow, or you would you would describe them as the, as that way. There's no other way this team can play. They can't outplay teams, and they have to play that way. And I think that's sort of the approach that Stuart Baxter is going to also take with regards to Alali as well. No, no, I definitely agree with you. I just want to check some of these comments. Um, you know, Claudio is asking. Um, will Beto um, get the sack if Alakli's lose? I, I don't think so, but I don't know what you think. I, I don't think so, but obviously for them, this is their um, this is their daily bread as well. I mean, I'm not. I mean, daily bread in the sense of they've won this competition the most uh, Alali as well. So you sort of do feel as though if they do not win it, and you have to also consider Kaiser Chiefs as well being the opponent that you lose to. You know, as big as Kaiser Chiefs is, this is not the best Kaiser Chiefs side, guys. It's it's not. The, the, so it's in almost the last decade, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's it's not the best Kaiser Chiefs side. So it's almost as if like if if there were if if Alali were obviously the reigning champions, you lose to a team that came eighth and that, that didn't perform so well domestically as well, how would they view that? Would they say that did he fail or did he not fail in terms of Champions League success? But um, I don't think he will go. But I do think there might be disappointment um, from a lot of probably fans in Alali in the sense of how did you lose to this team? You know, because that's not the greatest chief side of anybody who knows. Yeah, no, that's true. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think, yeah, because it's one of those where you know, you ask yourself, yes, Pito has, I think he has less pressure this season uh, than last season. I think more than anything, he needs to win something. So, firstly, obviously, I think they're 10, 10 points behind uh, Zamalek with, with, with four mm-hmm. games in hand, which means they'll be, if they win all the games in hand, they'll be two points ahead. So, if he, yeah. doesn't, if he doesn't win anything at all, I think then that's when the pressure will, 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 will mount. You know, I think he has to win something. So, already if he wins the Champions League, then he has less pressure to win the, the, the Egyptian league. Then you know he can no. go into the next go into the next season uh with one trophy already. So I think I think definitely one trophy, um, the league or Champions League, he should be sorted. But without any of those, I think then the pressure will be there. Because also I think yeah. he's on a two-year contract, so which comes up um at the end of next season, I think it is. So yeah, 2023, so think, is it? Oh, 2023. Okay, yeah. So you see, so yeah. obviously. So obviously, then um, the pressure will, will definitely be there. But I think, you know, it's it's football. I think uh, I saw a, a WhatsApp group that I'm in with some guys I went to high school with, and you know, people were saying that there is no therefore in football, but there is a therefore this weekend. Chiefs will lose. I was like, guys, you can't say there's no therefore in football and say that Chiefs are going to lose. You know, what I mean, I think you yeah. need to you need to you need to give every team a chance. If a team's in the final, I always believe that if 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 it's eleven against eleven. Then you've got a chance to win a game, you know. What I mean, no one thought Chiefs was gonna be was gonna get the points in, at Horoya, you know. No one thought Chiefs was gonna beat uh, with that in Casablanca, 
You know, no South African yeah. team has done that. Chiefs have done stuff that Mamelodi Sundowns and Pirates have both failed to do. Yeah, you know, so, that's, so I think that, so that sort of, shows, yeah. Yeah, and, and you'd sort of argue with the fact that in terms of how this season is done, they've been able to break records. And that's the thing with Chiefs. I can even tell you right now if you had to ask me in terms of do I think Chiefs will beat Alali, I probably would say I don't think they will. And I've got my own reasons for why I don't think Chiefs will be able to beat Alali. But I said the same thing about Weedad. I said the same thing about Simba. I said the same thing about the group stages. I said this, I didn't think Chiefs would get this far. The moment yeah. they got to the group stages, I thought that was it. But they managed to make history and who knows they could definitely they definitely could do it you can't rule them out the only reason why i would probably say uh, alali will probably get the win is because i think peter Osmani being their coach is a huge advantage for alali yeah, because peter Osmani knows he knows kids achieves and he knows kids achieves in the sense of he's beaten them before and he's lost to kids achieves before because peter Osmani even at sundowns he lost to the Steve Compella Kaiser Chiefs. He lost to the Middendorp Kaiser Chiefs. You know, he's lost to the Stuart Baxter Kaiser Chiefs as well. He's lost to all of them, so, yeah? Yeah, he's lost to all of them. So Kaiser Chiefs have been always been able to get a certain result over him. So he's not going to walk in there being complacent in the way that I felt Weeded and Simba and, and all those yeah. teams were very complacent against Kaiser Chiefs. They underestimated them. But I know Peter Swan is not going to walk in there and be... In, and be underestimating them and saying, oh, they're like this, they're like that. He'll be wary of them at the fact that he knows he can beat them, but he also knows that, hey, it just takes one transition, one counter, and that's about it. No, that's true. And and and, and if Chiefs do def- definitely get that one goal, they will sit on that they one city. goal. They will sit, and it will be game over. It will be game over. But I was also thinking about a situation where maybe the the match goes into penalties, you know, because obviously it's a one-off game. You know, the the, the the match can go into penalties. And I think also if it does go into penalties, um, I think a team like Chiefs will probably back themselves um, in a penalty shootout, you know, to say, okay, cool, guys, we're going to we're gonna win this game. Um, and, you know, we, we, we've lasted, you know, 120 minutes and we're in a penalty shootout. Now let's go for it. And then luck has been on Chiefs' side so many times this season, so many times. And I think that luck can continue if they go into a penalty shootout. Uh, but I think they just need to be wary of, of a team like Alakli. And as you said, Pito Musamani being the, the, the coach of Alakli definitely helps him because he can't be complacent, you know. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs beat Mamelodi Sundowns a lot of times under his tenure. Um, and he and they were the dominant team in the league at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, so he, he knows. Even, even last season, uh, the three wise men lost to Chiefs, you know. So you, you can never count yeah. Chiefs out. Um, in any match, um, the underdog that 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 it is that it is in the, in this final, um, you know, it can never be underestimated. Uh, but but do you think you know? I just want to touch on. Do you think that this going forward can help Chiefs uh, and propel them um, for the next PS, for the upcoming PSL season with the seven signings that they've made? And obviously, I think there are other signings that are to be made. Some people are saying that um, the the prize money will be utilized. To get maybe a double homoquena, for instance, or uh, another forward, you know. Mm, mm. Uh, without a doubt, I think I already think um, I already think what they've achieved in the in the Champions League already, regardless if they win the final or not. This is really going to be the catalyst for Kaiser Chiefs going forward, without a doubt. And I say catalyst because of the success they've tasted. You want that success again, like yeah. you want that success again. I'm sure Kaiser Chiefs in, in themselves. 
they're probably kicking themselves to say, why didn't we take it serious all along? In you know, post, why yeah. didn't we take it? Yeah, why why didn't we take it serious all along? And then, and you look at it in terms of just how big uh, the brand has gotten just from doing what they're doing, from reaching yeah. the final as well. Even the fact that just them reaching the semifinal, the money that they received from that is already a lot. It's like mm. for a team who finished eighth to make that amount is 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 a great season. It's mm. a really, really great mm. season. And because of that success, Kansas Chiefs are gonna want to taste it again. And let's not let's not also forget Kansas Chiefs is a what I think I'd is it the most decorated team in South Africa in terms of it if is, you count yeah. every single if you All count trophies, every yeah. single trophy. Yeah, they've got mm. the most trophies. So the fact that they don't have this one, and if they happen to get here, it's only going to spur them to always want to keep getting here, to always want to also keep competing at the stage. And also another thing is that the fans too, man. I mean, we're not going to... I mean, fans are not going to get to the final now and then next season, okay, group stages is fine and and first nope. round is fine and quarterfinals is fine. No, now it's like... Semifinals, at the, semifinals yeah. Yeah, you're at the bar of sundowns now where the fans expect every season, I want you to be in the semifinals. I want, mm. I want you to be past the group stages. I want you to be there. So mm. after this after this season, I don't think Chiefs can ever go back to, ah, guys, let's just win MTN8 and that's about it. It's like, no, bro. We have to go back to Africa. We have to, we have to go back to Africa. And and the successes that come of Africa is huge, guys. It's huge. I mean, Peter was coaching against Bayern Munich, guys. I mean, I mean, this guy was Komami Lodi exactly. a couple of seasons exactly. ago. Now look Komami Lodi, and now he's coaching against Bayern Munich at the at the Club World Cup. He's at the Club World Cup for the second time around. You know, so. That sort of success, once you tasted, you want it again and again. And Kez Chiefs, I think it will be the catalyst, no doubt. No, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, um, in the past week or so, you know, there's been these interviews that Jessica Mutaung and and um, and Vina has uh, done, um, the, the the communications manager for Chiefs, where they're talking to guys in North Africa. Né? That person is speaking in, in an Arabic language né? and they've got these headphones on and obviously it's being translated to English. Then they speak, then someone translates what they're saying to English. These guys are being put on platforms where they're, being, they're speaking to so many people um, you know, on, on that platform. And, 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 and that in itself shows you um, how big this tournament is in North Africa, for instance. And I think obviously, you know, in the past, um, you know, obviously in the early 2000s, Sundowns did get to a Champions League final and they lost to Alakli. But then towards going towards 2010, there wasn't really an African, a South African team that was doing well. Then obviously just after 2010, where, where Roger Desai took, took Pirates, uh, like 2013, you know. But only the last four years where now, as you said, Sundowns have obviously won. They want to be in the semifinals. And I think it will be the same for Chiefs. Like you want to be one of the top four teams in Africa. You want to qualify first and foremost. And to qualify, you need to be in the top two in your league. Where are we? Yeah. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. You know what I mean? so, number eight. So, so, so Kaiser Chiefs definitely needs to get back into the top two first and foremost um, if they don't win the competition. Because obviously, if yeah. they win, they'll, 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 they'll go back next season. Um, but, but yeah, and I, <laughs> spare thought for Gavin Hunt. Listen, Gavin Hunt did his job. Um, there was this big debate on 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 uh, what can I call it? Uh, Kaiser Chiefs Twitter, where these certain people were saying, "No man, who's Gavin Hunt? He got us to eighth position in the log. He must go. Whatever, whatever." But then, you know, <laughs> from my side, is that Gavin Hunt got the team to the semifinals, 
somewhere yeah. they have never somewhere they've never been. Yeah. Um, and I and think he definitely deserves his um, dues for 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 getting this far. Without a doubt, and when you look at when you look at how the team has been performing in the Champions, uh, what happened there? Oh, I'm Shakes, not sure. Is that, is, that, you... is that your connection? No, my connection is fine. Are you all right? I'm all good. I don't know. It went. It went. I don't know what happened, but but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, one thing I will say is that is that judging by the way the team has been playing in the CAF Champions League and how and how they play. And now they played against Widad. Can you argue and say Gavinan couldn't have done the same thing? No, he probably could have. He, could, he could probably have, could yeah. have adopted the same tactics as well. He probably could have gotten them to the final as well. So, look, I mean, obviously it's it's a shame that it had to come to an end. Look, I I respect Gavinan. I don't I don't care who says what. Honestly speaking, because I just think. Sometimes we shouldn't have a short-term memory in, in South Africa. Sometimes we have a short-term memory, man. Like at some point, you, way, you, you, way too much. Yeah, way too much, way too much. And I think one of the examples is Gavinant having to go to Chiefs and being underrated. Well, he finished eighth, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of bad decisions that he made, but still, you sort of feel like he's not a bad coach now. And he got them to the semifinals as well, and people must have looked at that squad as well. Why do you think Chiefs have gone aggressively as they have? Because they know it- if we kept that same squad, we're not finishing second. Oh, we're not keeping finishing second. So they went and got the Nobo. They went and got the Scottas. They went and got those players as well, bringing Tibeti back. They had to do that business in order to compete. And they know that too. So, Kevin Hunt, look, man. Um, yeah, look, he's, he's gone on. And, and I wish him all the best with regards to his career. But Chiefs need to win this, no doubt. Yeah, no, Chiefs definitely need to win this. You know, I think, you know, people also... Uh, forget that Chiefs have won an African uh, competition, even though it wasn't uh, the main competition um, in two thousand in, in the early two thousands. Um, I was yeah, actually at the, I was actually at Ellis Park for 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 because obviously it was a two legged game. I was actually at Ellis Park for 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 the second leg, and that atmosphere in itself it was going crazy. You could go on the field for the for the trophy presentation. Uh, Patrick Mabedi, I think, was the captain at the time. He lifted the trophy. Yeah. You know. Like th- this is a like even even a bigger level, you know. This is a bigger level. This is this is this is not this is not um Kev um Confederations Cup. This is the Champions League final. Um, where if you win, Kaiser Chiefs will go to the Club World Cup and play with Chelsea Football Club. Yeah, and like, and look, and, and and Chiefs unfortunately. They have to win it. Eh? Uh, at some point, they have to because it's that whole uh, it's that whole debate you have going on year after year. Pirates saying we got a star, Sanon saying we got a star. Now there's still one team left of the big three that doesn't have one, and they, star, they have yeah. to they have to have they have to they have to get they have to get the star however they get it. And then obviously because it changes the perception as well. I think Sanon's being competing competing in uh, competing. In Club World Cups and competing in these competitions have really changed the narrative of how we sort of look at African football. I think for me, it changed when all of a sudden Banganizungu went overseas. All of a sudden, Keegan Dolly went overseas. All of a sudden, Pista was going overseas as well. And that's mm. the sort of kind of eyes, the sort of competition attracts as well. And having to go to Club World Cup as well, that's the eyes that attracts. And that's the eyes we need to keep on ourselves. And if teams win it, man, I... I tell you, man, it's going to it's going to be a catalyst for big things. No, I agree. I agree because because your foot your football can only grow 
with exposure to to such tournaments. You know, I think we need to take them seriously, and I'm glad that Chiefs uh, took it seriously. And to have two teams in the knockout stages was 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 great. You know, I think we should always have two teams in the knockout stages, similar similar way to the Egyptians um, and the Tunisians and the Moroccans. They strive to have two teams in the knockout stages, um, and and you know. We 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 in the past it was always just one team taking it seriously, you know, or two teams taking yeah. it seriously, which was Sundowns and Pirates. But Chiefs, you know, they've yeah they had their their own views about it. Uh, but but yeah, I think I think it will be Chiefs need to um, definitely you know do the do the do the job and do it for South Africa. Um, and also, I think uh, we can't um, you know um, forget the fact that you know the unrest. And all the um, difficult times that, that that have been going on in the past week and a couple, and also with the, with COVID in South Africa, um, KZ Chiefs is the, is, is is the most supported club in South Africa. Like a KZ Chiefs win would bring so much happiness to so many households. You know, if people have maybe lost their jobs and lost loved ones, that will bring some some sort of joy and some sort of you know happiness um, in these difficult times. Um, I'm not saying that's the only reason. But you know, sport sometimes does lift people's moods, and and Kaiser Chiefs winning um, this final would definitely be, be that. Um, there's a question here: uh, who gets the who gets to who gets the credit if Chiefs lift the trophy? Another Lampard versus Tuchel or or Di Matteo situation? Hey, listen, <laughs> the, person, the person who gets the credit is the coach who's on the bench. So if I guess. Exactly. If Adazwade, if Adazwade is the one on the on the, uh, on the bench and Baxter is the one in the stands, whatever, whatever, him and ba- Baxter and Adazwade will hold the trophy together as 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 coaches. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and when when the when it's the time for the captain to lift the trophy, it definitely will be Bernard Parker. Even though like previously Kuna was the captain, or whatever. You know, I think, hey man, whoever's on the field is the one who gets the credit. And I think. Um, at the end yeah. of the day, the 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 the, the person who, who 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 who's the coach in the dugout is the one who gets the credit. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think. What what, what do you think, Shakes, on that? I no, I, people... was, I, I look. I mean, I, I was going to say in the sense of you're right. The person who is at the bench actually does get the credit. I actually kind of like. There's a part of me that does feel a little bit sorry for the previous coach um, who's <laughs> not going to have it on his CV to say. If Chiefs win, I won the Kev Champions League. All he's gonna yeah. have on his CV is I got them to the semifinals, and that's what that was about it. So I think we're gonna have another one of those. But to be fair, I think Tuchel did really well at at, at Chelsea, by the it way. Chelsea, so yeah. yeah, I think he did really well to go past the last sixteen quarterfinals, five. I mean semifinals and final. But yeah, I, I do feel for for Gavin. But the person who gets the credit will uh, be the current technical team with Dylan Shepard and. Olivenzeki and Stuart Baxter and others won. Yeah. Uh, before 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 we wrap up, um, I just wanted to just just something that 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 I actually wrote down. You know, the fact that um, since the semifinals, um, Alakli has played four matches, uh, winning yes. three and, and and drawing one. Then KZ Chiefs have played no competitive games since the the semifinals. Um, how do you think yeah. that, that 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 will uh, play a part? That's 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 also a, that's also a very interesting question in terms of who actually has the advantage. Is it the well-rested team or is it the team that's been playing football ever since? And uh, I think Alali has the advantage here. I think they'll have the momentum. I think they'll have the, the match fitness as well because there's a difference between training fitness and as well as match fitness. And they've been having that. They've been having that sense of competitive action when they're playing as yeah. well. That pressure 
to sort of win three points as well. So the fact that they go in there with, with, with that sort of fitness, I think they definitely are the ones that have the advantage. But at the same point, KZ Chiefs have been watching, surely have been watching Al Ali games and they've probably realized what's their weakness, what's their strengths and what they have to do as well. So there's an advantage for them too, but I, I just, I probably would say Al Ali has the most advantage here. Also considering the fact that I think Al Ali is a better team than Chiefs as well. 100%. Yeah, and I think they're a, a better oiled machine. So that momentum definitely has helped them um, in, 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 the, in the last four games. I think they, they won their last game 4-1. Um, then the other one, they won 2-0. And then the other one, they also scored four goals. And then they drew 2-2 uh, the first game after the semifinals. And that does definitely play a, a factor. I think in the past, um, you know, in the, champ- in, the, in, the, in the UEFA Champions League, uh, people have said that uh, PSG's intensity uh, wasn't what it needs to be in the knockout stages because of their league wasn't competitive enough. So I think, yeah, that, that match fitness um, definitely uh, will help, uh, luckily. Uh, but yeah, I just hope that uh, Kizzy Chiefs uh, are well-rested and they've got something up their sleeve, um, you know. Um, but yeah, just your final thoughts, um, you know, um, going into, into into this final. Yeah, um, final thoughts I would probably have to say. I think for me personally, when Chiefs made it out of the group stages, they had already succeeded for me. So the fact that they are here, whether they win or lose, I think that that's something they can definitely be proud of. Pizzo's Monday, if he happens to win a third um, Champions League, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, how, I mean, how, how much more can, how much more praise can you give a man, you know? And it, he he goes to show that he's a hardworking man and he's someone that I highly respect in terms of how seriously he takes his craft. I yeah. would probably have to say good luck to Kaiser Chiefs. Um, even though I do feel Al Ali is a stronger team, they got here. And they've proved a lot of doubters wrong. And I guess from South Africa's standpoint, we can only wish uh, Kaiser Chiefs and as well as Peter Swanee good luck. No, definitely. No, definitely. I agree. I completely agree. I think it's just one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a football match at the end of the day. Um, I likely are heavy, heavy favourites. Heavy, 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 mm-hmm. heavy favourites. Um, Kaiser Chiefs um, have only scored half, probably, I would say, half the goals. Um, I was looking at the numbers. They've scored 12 goals. Uh, whereas Al Akhli scored 23 goals, literally half the goals um, that Al Akhli have scored in the competition. Um, yeah. So that 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 already tells you that um, they'll be up against it. Um, and yeah, all, all I can say is all the best to to Chiefs. You know, I think there's a new hashtag. It's uh, Amakosi. We believe, um, and, oh. that, and that is it, and that is it. You know, Amakosi. We do believe. Uh, but yeah, um, Shakes. Thanks again for 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 coming through. I think. Uh, We'll probably have a post mortem uh, show, if 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 possible, uh, to yeah. to say that uh, Kaiser Chiefs did well um, to 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 win and so on. Um, and yeah, um, you know, if if there are Kaiser Chiefs fans who are watching this um, this, this this show, um, yeah, support the team, pray. Uh, I know there's an all night prayer. I saw somebody there say there's a Twitter Spaces all night prayer uh, starting tomorrow at 11 p.m. <laughs> so so so. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of weird and wonderful things uh, to spur the team on um, and all other supporters of other clubs that have been supporting Chiefs um, and giving them well wishes. It's great to see. I know Sundowns fans will never do that, but uh, we're just trying to uh, do the country proud. <laughs> mm, no doubt. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Rivalry is very serious here in the country without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, no, Kaiser Chiefs, man. Listen, man. I mean, if they're listening to this, if they're hearing it at all or anything like that, Give it their best. They have to give it their best. This is the biggest game they've ever played in their whole 
in the whole history. That's give it your best, man, and 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 play the best that you can, and and that's that's all you can do is just give it your best. I mean, if I was fighting against um, I don't know Anthony Joshua, I mean, I'd have to get into serious shape in order to win those titles. So. I have to use my best guns, and they have to use their best guns as well. Exactly. Yeah, play to your weakness, play to your strengths. In case the chief strengths are set pieces, just get that cross in Mato, goal or Nukovic, and and defend. Great. I'm telling you, if that's Chiefs all. score early, that's all. Yeah, that's the last thing I'll only want if Chiefs score early. But at the same point as well, the last thing Chiefs want is for Alali to score early as well. Because if Chiefs open up, it's yo man, it's going cool. exactly. Yeah. yeah I, one thing I do hope for is that um, it shouldn't be a massacre. You know, I mean, I think uh, if Alakli wins by a two-goal margin, that is still respectable. Respectable, but more than two goals, that's you know, it'll be an embarrassment. You know, I mean, I think um, it won't be it won't be nice to see. You know, but a competitive match is what we want. A one-nil, two-one, you know, either way is better than than a four-five-five-nil. Yeah, no doubt. I definitely do agree in the sense that at least a one nil would be great either side, you know. But if if it's if there's a hammering, then wow, people are never gonna forget that result. That's for sure. Well, they won't forget the one nil either. But if it's a three four nil, it's it's it. People will never forget that result. Yeah, before you do go, uh, I have to get a score prediction from you. Um, and those also those in the in the comment section, uh, give us your score prediction. Um, how do you see this playing out? Yeah, yo, I think um, I think two nil Alali, eh? Sorry, guys. No, that's two fair. Nil that's fair. That, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And you? H man, I, I won't lie, man. I can't. I have to give it to Kaiser Chiefs. I have to believe. Um, you know, I'm, I'm even going. I'm even going home to watch the game with my dad. Um, him, him also being a, Kese, a big Kaiser Chiefs fan. Um, mm. I watched the I watched the second leg with him. Um, yeah, man, I, we gave each other the biggest hug ever when 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 we got the when when the final whistle was blown. So I'm saying one 0 to Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, one 0 a headed goal uh, from a corner kick, Matoho or Nukovic in the net. That's that that's that's my prediction. No doubt. I would. I hope it comes through. I really hope it does. No, definitely, no, definitely. I guess yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, you know that it's up, it's 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 a mountain to climb. But uh, uh, we can only hope. And uh, football is a funny, it's a funny game. Of course. Yeah. No. Uh, Shakes. Thanks. Thanks again. Uh, and thanks for everyone for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Cheers. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. Sure.